Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now today's first story is from a wife going crazy who says, Me, 32 male, with my wife, 30 female of 6 years. I believe she is gaslighting me and I don't know what to do. First and foremost, yes, I know this sounds ridiculous and this will probably get downvoted as a troll post, but I sincerely don't know where to turn. I've never experienced anything like this. Little background, my wife has always been sort of a jokester. She has a great poker face and I'm fairly gullible, so she'll feed me little innocuous lies pretty frequently and delights when I fall for them, but she's never kept up a deception going for more than a day. She's also really got into weird Twitter a few months ago and her sense of humor has become pretty inscrutable and opaque to me. But until very recently, I've just considered it sort of an endearing quirk. So anyway, for Christmas, my in-laws got us all of Battlestar Galactica on DVD. They were always raving about it and neither of us had watched it. I had to leave for a business trip on the 30th and my wife was sick, so we ended up just marathoning the whole thing before I left. Without giving too much away, the ending is a little heavy on the religious angle. I liked it, but my wife thought it ruined the entire show. I know general consensus is it's a bit of a letdown, but I frankly felt it was pretty consistent with what the show had been building up to the whole time. My wife couldn't believe that I didn't feel the same way as her. I wouldn't quite describe her as livid, but she was mad. I figured this was partially a reaction from her just being fed up from being sick for a week but it was so out of character for her. We barely ever fight, and this was over something so trivial. She called me a moron and ended up tossing and turning after we went to bed, and eventually left to sleep on the couch. When I got up in the morning to head for the airport, she was still fast asleep. When I gently shook her to say goodbye, she barely roused and didn't respond when I said I loved her. Fast forward to Monday. I get back from the trip. Friends picked me up from the airport because wife has a class at the gym that she couldn't miss. We'd been texting while I was gone and she apologized for being weird about things. And I thought everything was back to normal. But I found it a bit odd that she couldn't skip a gym session to grab me. I couldn't sleep on the plane so I hit the hay when I got home. When I woke up she was already awake and busy in the kitchen which is bizarre since she doesn't work and usually doesn't wake up until 10ish. I commented on this and hugged her and said good morning and she basically responded with little grunts. I was about to leave when she handed me a brown bag lunch. She has never done this before and said to me, it's cold out there, better hoagie down. I grabbed the bag and just said, what? And she walked to the bathroom and slammed the door. I was going to be late for a meeting so I couldn't stick around to try and make sense of what was happening. After I got out, I texted her frantically to try and figure things out but she kept responding like it never happened. Everything was fine. She loved me. She asked me to please stop being weird. 
When I got home, it was more of the same. I assumed it must have been one of her weird jokes and decided to leave it. Every morning this week, same exact thing. Wife is up, won't speak to me, hands me a brown bag lunch and says, it's cold out there, better hoagie down. Walks to the bathroom, slams door. This morning I had enough and yelled at her through the door, pleaded with her to stop, but she didn't say a word. Every night it's been the same thing. Didn't happen. What are you talking about? You're being crazy. None of this is happening. She's been legitimately angry with me. And for the last few nights, we haven't been sleeping together. I heard her talking to her mother about this on the phone. I seriously have no idea what to do. I brought up couples counseling and she was incredulous. Is this some weird Twitter thing or new meme that I don't know about? Even if she is taking this way too far, I don't know how I'm going to spend the weekend at home with her. Does anyone have any advice? And the comments on this one were pretty much just saying, update me, update when it happens, etc., etc. But then OP edits the post and says, thanks for the help, everyone. I've been up all night worrying and I'm going to finally try to get some sleep. Taking the day off work, going to try to have a serious discussion with my wife slash her parents slash get hold of her psychiatrist when I wake up. We'll keep everyone posted. Update. Woke up an hour ago with a huge headache. Went to the fridge to get a protein smoothie and saw that it had been cleared of what little food we had in there. Wife was not in the house. Got dressed and went to the door with the intent of going to get some food. Saw a brown paper bag with, it's cold out there, better hoagie down, written in cursive tape to the door. Opened the bag and a can of ginger ale was in there. Went outside and her car is still there, but as far as I can tell, she took her wallet, keys, coat, etc. We live about five minutes outside of a nice town and she likes to take long walks, so I'm assuming that's where she is. This has officially gone way too far. I'm going to wait an hour and see if she comes home or she or her parents return my calls. If not, I'm driving to her parents to hopefully make sense of the situation. Bringing the video of her and the bag. We'll update tonight, hopefully. Edit 2. Did not realize external links were not allowed. Very sorry. And update 2 says, no sign of her. Got a call from her parents that was just sounds of them arguing in the background. Hung up after about 30 seconds. No idea what that's about. Driving there now. OP continues in the next update and says, I made a second update that was also deleted because people were getting rowdy in the comments. People keep messaging me for the text, so here you go. The general consensus seemed to be split between me lying and this being a strange story. I guess decide for yourself. I tried posting this a couple of days ago, but apparently got deleted due to formatting issues or something. Logged in just now via my brother's phone. Currently inpatient, not supposed to have access to a phone. Shush. And saw that my inbox had blown up, so attempting to post again. Hopefully this won't get eaten too. Not going to bother to edit, just copy and pasting, so if the timeline seems off, read this as if it was a couple of days ago. I'm currently sedated. But I wanted to post this update because I don't know when I have a chance to next. The short of it is, is that my wife was not at fault here. I was. I got into a habit of taking Benadryl to help me sleep through the night. My wife snores and I'm allergic to her cat, so it makes sense. And over time, I've ended up taking more and more to the point that some nights I'll take five or six if I'm having trouble breathing. I know this is probably really stupid and it bit me in the ass. When I got home from the airport, all three of my wife's cats were on the bed. I searched my nightstand for some Benadryl and couldn't find any. I looked in my wife's drawer and found a bottle of hers. She's also allergic to her cats, go figure, but also gets allergy shots. It turns out that the Benadryl bottle was actually where 
She was keeping her old Seroquel. Both are pink, but I didn't give it a second thought. I popped six. I went to sleep. This is apparently where everything unraveled. Fast forward to me driving to a parent's house. I started feeling incredibly dizzy about an hour out and pulled over. I sat in the car for a while, but the feeling didn't go away. So I decided to get a motel and confront them the next day. I took a handful of the Seroquel and went to sleep. I got up today in this weird mania. I got to her parents' place at nine-ish. Her car was there, which didn't make any sense. I rang the doorbell and her father opened the door. He was surprised to see me. I was sweating heavily and having a hard time speaking. My father-in-law has always been exceptionally kind to me and he was sort of straddling the line between concern and terror. I didn't understand what was going on. I started crying. I brought out the paper bag and tried to explain. I pulled out my phone to show him the video. My wife ran to the door with this pained expression on her face and asked me what I was doing, pleading with me to calm down. My in-law said I'd been terrorizing his daughter. He had no idea why I would do this. I didn't understand. She pulled out her phone and showed me the video. It was me banging on the bathroom door, yelling at her to come out. She had clearly taken it from behind the couch in the living room. She showed me another of me just standing at the door before work, just staring at nothing. She showed me a video of my behavior after I came home from work. I was being much more aggressive and much less cognizant than I remembered. Apparently, she had left home Tuesday night. I was alone in the house for two days. I just collapsed. I pulled up the video on my phone or tried to. I couldn't find it. All I found was 16 odd pictures of the ground and my feet in quick succession. It was right around that point that I started experiencing this crippling dizziness and this feeling that I like. Can't quite describe as nauseous, but it felt like I couldn't sit still and I was shaking and I felt like no direction was up. The doctors told me this was called akathisia. Apparently someone called an ambulance because I could not sit still and said I thought I was dying. At the hospital, I was barely able to talk and I couldn't concentrate and I just wanted to sleep. They apparently pumped me full of Ativan and I slept for five or six hours. When I came to, they started asking me a ton of questions. Once we got to medications I may have taken, I mentioned the Benadryl and my wife realized what had happened and explained about the Seroquel. They're not entirely sure, but at this point their best guess is the Seroquel either put me into some manic state or triggered some underlying schizophrenia slash something slash I don't know. I don't really know how to explain the delusions and the hallucinations right now, but it's the best they've got at the moment. They asked if anyone in my family had a history of mental illness and I responded that I didn't know. My parents are pretty old and I don't know much about my grandparents. The dizziness started to roll over me again and they gave me more Ativan and I went back to sleep. While I was out, my wife contacted my parents. Apparently, my grandfather had a mean temper and suffered from delusions from time to time, rambling about things that didn't make sense and waking up at weird hours to God knows what. He never got a diagnosis and died fairly young, but my mother and her family think it might have been schizophrenia. So maybe something, maybe nothing, who knows? So right now, I'm sitting in the hospital. The doctor and my wife are throwing around a number of ideas. I'm going to see a psychiatrist who's going to make a determination about what the next step is for sure. My wife is rightfully frightened of being around me in my current state and while she doesn't appear to be mad at me, she says she would rather my brother look after me until I can get a proper diagnosis slash get prescribed some medications. I have no idea where I came up with the phrase hoagie down. I was listening to a radio show that mentions hoagies and Philly a lot. The best show slash formerly of WFMU. 
got the box set for Christmas. Maybe that's where I got it. But they never use the phrase specifically. I don't know. I have no idea. I guess I just want to thank everyone who tried to help. Sorry if this ended up being a time waste or anticlimactic or whatever. TLDR, turns out I'm going crazy. Currently getting treatment. Very sorry if I wasted everyone's time. And I haven't heard of Seroquel before, but a quick Google says it helps treat things such as schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, and episodes of mania or depression associated with bipolar disorder. And it says it helps like decrease hallucinations, improve your concentration, and, and that kind of things. And I'd be very interested if anyone has any experience with that kind of medication. Obviously, don't talk about it if you don't want to. But that must have been absolutely terrifying for the wife and for OP now that they've realized what was going on. But to see your, your husband stood there at the bathroom door banging and shouting your name and then just stood at the front door, you know, just staring into space. That's like almost no sleep kind of stuff, right? But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from the Am I the A-Hole subreddit from YChallenge4874 and asks, Am I the A-Hole for filling my co-worker's bin with passive-aggressive tissues? And it does come with an update as well. I do admin. My role in the office I work in isn't public-facing. It is two linked open rooms with two smaller offices and a break room leading off them. At the beginning of September, we got called back into the office. Over lockdown, my co-worker who has the desk next to me has acquired an emotional support dog. I am very allergic to dogs and the first time I went back into the office I wasn't expecting there to be a dog in it so I didn't take any allergy meds. I asked her what the dog was doing there and she explained he was a new emotional support animal. Within an hour my eyes and nose were streaming. I was struggling to breathe and sucking on my inhaler. The office manager allowed me to go home and work from home for that day and I agreed to take meds the next day. The next day I took meds and was a bit better but I was sucking on my inhaler far more often than I would and then is recommended for asthma which is well managed. I asked the manager if I could exchange desks with someone further away or move desks. This was refused as was suggesting my co-worker and dog work in one of the side offices. So over the last few weeks I've been trying different allergy meds. I've finally gone for one that is prescription, not over the counter and I'm using my inhaler less. My eyes aren't streaming, but my nose is. I'm going through boxes of tissues and I'm hoping I get used to these meds because right now they're making me a bit slow. My partner is driving me to and from work and I'm not comfortable taking them and driving yet. Anyway, I am working noticeably slower than I used to and I was picked up on this over the phone by another senior colleague this week. I explained that I was on a new medication and that I was hoping to get back up to speed soon. My coworker heard the conversation and told me I was passively aggressively complaining about her dog because we all know why you're taking the meds and that I was blaming the dog for having gotten lazy and slow over lockdown. I said that wasn't true and she didn't know what passive aggression was. I then left and made myself a cup of tea. Usually when we go to the break room we offer to make everyone a cup. That was supposed to be my demo of passive aggression and I heard her bitching about my attention seeking tears. I literally couldn't stop my eyes streaming without medication and maybe lost it a bit. When she went to lunch, I tipped my waste bin full of used tissues into hers and it is full by lunch and then again by home time. I've done this every day this week. Another colleague says I've made my point and need to stop otherwise she's, the co-worker with the dog, planning on taking me to HR. 
My reaction was to say, letter, I don't care, which got disapproving reaction from the colleague who was trying to warn me. I'm being childish, I know, but am I really the asshole here? I kind of feel like this one, I'd be really peed off at the office manager for not making sort of any accommodation towards you. It sounds like a real easy fix. It's almost like they've created this hostile work environment. Don't get me wrong. I think the comments towards you are bang out of order saying that you're like attention seeking or whatever, or, or because you've slowed down that you're making excuses or whatever. I also don't think it's right that you're dumping tissues in someone else's bin. But I really feel like the person that turned you down originally had a real easy fix for the situation, didn't take it, and now has caused this situation. And just to let you know, before we go to the update in the comments, this one was a bit of an older post, so it was during the, I don't know if it was the start of the pandemic or whatever, but someone said, are you forcing a coworker to deal with your used tissues during a panorama? And the comment that follows originally said, you're the a-hole, but said, editing judgment, everyone sucks here. You shouldn't need to get sick at your place of work, but I still think the tissue thing is disgusting. I'll possibly get a doctor's note about allergy and maybe seek out HR. Opie responds saying, I'm filling up her bin with my used tissues. If she wants to use her bin in the afternoon, then she'd have to empty the bin. Otherwise, it's the cleaner who empties the bins. Someone says, so are you happy to let another person deal with your snot during a pandemic? And for your information, I meant for co-worker to include any other worker at the place of employment. People cleaning included. You are most definitely the a-hole in my opinion. Unsanitary. Someone replies to that comment and says, I'm a cleaner. We are routinely expected to clean out bins with worse than snotty tissues. Trust me when I say, I'll take a bucket of used tissues over a bucket filled with human waste. Opie says, I guess I hadn't really thought about the pandemic because my tissues are allergy snot, not COVID snot. But are you saying that if I'm filling my own bin with tissues, then that's over and above what I should be expected from the office cleaner? I hadn't thought of that. I'm not even sure where spare bin liners are kept for me to empty my own bin. Someone says, just want to say that I'm sorry and have amended my judgment. Allergies are serious and I do hope you can work without getting sick. I do, however, stand by my thoughts about the tissues. OP says, I'm beginning to feel like a total dumbass for not already going to HR. It didn't occur to me that I could after the manager said that I couldn't move desks or anything. Why I've not already gone to HR because I'm a dumbass and it took the comments here before I realized I could have done that weeks ago. Can't do HR until Monday, but I've emailed my union for advice. And continues, yeah, I've contacted my union. The rep even emailed back today, on a Sunday. She's meeting with me tomorrow to go through what my next steps are. Apparently, she can come with me to any slash all HR meetings, even if they're scheduled because my colleague puts in a complaint. And hopefully, I stop thinking through my snot-filled haze tomorrow. I have no idea how to go about suing them. And I'm not totally convinced that I could, not in the US or Germany or what that would mean for my work environment. However, I did get my union and HR involved, and I really should update this. So OP's first update says, I've met with my union rep and with their advice, composed an email and sent it to my supervisor. We've also requested a meeting with HR to discuss reasonable accommodations for my allergies. Update two. Oof, so the TLDR, I get to work from home for two days a week. I still have my job and my coworker can bring her dog in when I'm at home. My union rep is a lovely woman who knows her stuff and HR seemed to have spent their time bollocking my supervisor. My supervisor responded to the initial email by telling me that we'd already discussed my request and I just had to suck up sitting next to the dog. So then I sent an email in reply to that one, CC'd to HR, saying that I couldn't come in the next day as my partner wasn't available to drive me. Not strictly true. 
I wasn't safe to drive due to the allergy meds I needed to take because of the ESA doc. Supervisor replied with a really unprofessional email. According to my colleague, the one who told me I was being a dick, got hauled into a meeting about that, which involved one of the bosses actually shouting. I spent two days irritating my GP surgery for notes, RE allergies and asthma history, as well as a specific doctor's note for this incident. Then there was the meeting with HR. It was me, union rep, two HR people, supervisor, supervisor's boss, and the supervisor's boss's boss. They didn't take me to task at all. Instead, they wanted to accommodate my health and me to stop taking meds that affected my ability to drive to be able to work. So we worked out that I will work in the office Monday to Wednesday and from home Thursday to Friday. My colleague will work from home Monday to Tuesday and half day Wednesday. She and I both need to be in half day on Wednesday, which will be without her dog, but she can bring him in Thursday to Friday. Because the office gets deep clean Saturday, this shouldn't be a problem for me by Monday. Next week is the first week we'll actually try this. Oh, and the office gossip is that the co-worker with the dog didn't actually get any sort of official accommodation to bring him in, but she's friends with the supervisor, which is why she was just there. And no one checked about co-worker allergies, etc. This went super smoothly. Union rep knew all the right paperwork and what to say to everyone. Join a union, people. And quoting OP at the end here where she said, but she's friends with a supervisor. And it was like, ah, there's the problem. But now what do you guys make of this situation? As always, let me know your thoughts down in the comments below if you have a moment of your time to share them. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. It is absolutely incredible. Thank you so, so much. And hopefully... I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.